how can you raise the quality of your life to the highest level possible without limiting your happiness or achievement. I believe that every day is a great day to wake up with a smile on your face and a purpose in your heart. That every day is a great day to be your best. Welcome to the Yin Yang of Life. I'm your host, Mughan Afiz. And on this podcast, we figure out exactly what it takes to raise the quality of your life to the highest level possible without sabotaging your happiness and accomplishment. Welcome to the show. Make sure to learn heaps, take notes, and follow me on Instagram at the rate this is Armuhan to join our community. Also, make sure to DM me so we can say hi. Let's begin with today's episode. Hey guys and welcome to a new episode of the Yin Yang of Life. I'm your host Armuhan Afiz and today I am really excited, pumped up to be here with you. I know I say that in every podcast and I'm going to keep saying that in every podcast that I do uh, till I stop doing podcasts or till I die. Maybe, I don't know, but I'm just going to keep saying this in every podcast because I get excited to spend this time with you and to share all this cool stuff. And the cool stuff you're going to talk about today is actually the dirty stuff. We're going to talk about depression and Yes, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about stress. We're going to talk about anxiety. We're going to talk about depression. All those negative feelings that you keep pushing down. Today, we're going to give them a chance to bring them to the surface and work with them. And the idea that I had, uh, you know, I was uh, two days ago, I think I was in my class and my teacher, uh, again, it's he, my teacher, he was teaching and he, he, ta- he started talking about depression. He said that what I feel personally is you know when there when we were pande- when there was a pandemic and we were in lockdown and we didn't get the chance to go out we were really stressed because you know there were all these things all this pressure from the outside world and that was affecting the inside world right that was affecting the state of the mind that was affecting and he asked he he asked everyone like raise your hand if you were depressed while you were in the pandemic like you were really happy first and then you got depressed and most of the students they raised their hand i was not one of them because that has not what happened to me i think i believe that the pandemic the the pandemic has brought me many lessons obviously pain too but there have has been many lessons that i have learned in the pandemic that i think that i would not have learned otherwise so i'm grateful for that so i didn't raise my hand and then you know he started explaining that uh, in the morning i feel happy but in the night i feel like as as the night comes up i start getting stressed and depressed right i he said that this is just a natural state of our human beings right this is just this is just cyclical depression this is how things are and i was sitting there thinking to myself what kind of bs is this i don't believe that and by the way no offense no offense to him i understand his point of view i don't by the way i don't argue i don't judge I don't judge anyone so I understand his point of view but I don't agree with that doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with what he says I don't because I believe here's something that I believe and if you have listened to if you have been a follower of this podcast you know this I believe that your inside world is far more powerful than your outside world you know not very long ago I tell the story in the podcast it's called why I do what I do life is always happening for you not to you uh, there's a whole podcast on this where we go deep into this but not very long ago I was in a relationship with a girl who was much older than me and long story short that relationship me that relationship brought me many challenges many love challenges 
And just because of those challenges, I got suicidal. I got depressed. On the inside, all I wanted to do, just because I was just so depressed and so full of anxiety, I was just literally crying myself to sleep, clinically depressed. All I wanted to do was to find a way out. All I wanted to do was in this relationship, I wanted to be someone. I wanted to help my girl. I wanted to be able to love her. Even though there were all these challenges, I wanted to be able to be with her and just just not feel stress. Be the man. That's what I wanted to be. But there was all this stress and depression and anxiety and I just could not find a way out of it. I was crying myself to sleep. I could not feel my heart. It got so heavy. My heart got so heavy that I stopped feeling it. There's a moment where I just stopped feeling it. I was like, it's not even there. It's not even there. I, I literally, in that moment, I remember to this day that I put both my hands on my, on my heart, on my chest, to check if it's still beating. And thank God that it was. That was a blessing. That's where I just hit rock bottom. And I remember being in this state for a long time until where one day while I was scrolling through YouTube, that's what I did every single day because I had nothing else to do and I had all this pain. So it, to eventually deal with the pain, I was just scrolling through YouTube and Facebook. That's what I did all day. So I was scrolling through YouTube where I found out this guy and he was talking about stuff like personal development. He was talking about stuff like success. He was talking about stuff like uh, emotional fitness, all of this stuff. And it got me excited. And then I started learning. And just as I started learning, I noticed something shift inside of myself. In fact, it shifted so clearly and so powerfully. I remember that I was sitting in my car one day and I was looking out and I was feeling, I, now I'm a guy who is just used to feeling depressed, who is just used to feeling, who, who never smiles, by the way, I, I didn't even smile. I, while I was sitting there in my car, I felt so much joy. I just felt this feeling of ecstasy take over me and I am sitting there questioning, what is it that is making me ecstatic? And I was looking outside and I was seeing that if there's something happening outside that is making me ecstatic, but there was not. It was all the same. There was nothing miraculous happening outside. Jesus didn't come down or some God didn't come down in order to make me feel happy. Everything is exactly the way it should be, but I'm not. I should be depressed, but I'm here, I'm feeling ecstatic, I'm feeling happy. What's wrong here? Something must be. And that is when I remembered. That is when I remembered. It's changed. It's changed. I went from being purely, from being clinically depressed to purely ecstatic. And the funny thing is, the funny thing again, the funny thing is all the challenges from my relationship, all the challenges that were there, that, you know, all the challenges that were stressing me, depressing me, they're still there. They didn't go. They're, they are there. They're real. They are really real as they were. But again, I found out that it was again my mind who was making them real, right? Those challenges, they were still there. I had to deal with them in the outside world, but it became easy. And there were still, you know, when I, after this moment, there were still challenges. There were still times when challenges showed up and God like challenged me with throwing something in my way when I was, I'm practicing positive thinking and all of this and God challenges me with some, such a heavy negative situation. But I kept working and I kept working with myself. And as I kept working, not only now I'm grateful for this, I'm just, I think this is the biggest blessing that I've ever had is 
not only four years later, not only I am in the same relationship that kept me depressed and suicidal, there's not a single day that, that, that passes by, not a single day that passes by where I don't say thanks for that relationship, where I don't say thank you for that relationship. And more than that, more than that, I'm a completely different person inside. I joy, happiness, love, these are, these are just natural states. These are just natural states which flow to me. I have completely broken up with stress, depression, or anxiety. Doesn't mean I don't get stressed. It means that I don't stay stressed. Even if I feel those emotions, I let them go. I have completely transformed myself. So even though, even though the problems were still there, I transformed. Even though the outside world apparently was trying to make me depressed. Apparently there were still problems, there was challenges and God is throwing challenges in my way. And they are, apparently I should be depressed, right? I have every right right? But no, no. Your outside world does not necessarily define your inside world, does not necessarily define the state of your mind. I remember, uh, you know, there's another, uh, there's another great story that I remember. And it's by, it's of Captain Jerry Coffey. Captain Jerry Coffey, he was held, I think, in Vietnam prison uh, for seven years. And to give you a perspective, the prison was just as short to just hold his own. The prison cell was just as short that it could just hold himself barely. Just that, that was it. It was not like a whole room that he could move into. It was just that, right? And he didn't even have, even he, you know, he peed there. And uh, even, uh, I just, you know, it's such a disgusting detail, but I have to describe this to you that just because of his urine, his skin would burn off. And he, there was complete darkness, no light in that room. And that is how he spent seven years of his life. That guy, he comes out and he tells you that this was the most ecstatic spiritual experience ever. Now, how is that possible? How is that possible? And when he was interviewed, this is what he said. He said that, you know, just because I had no one to talk to, I was only limited to myself. I started talking to God and I... I took that time and I got close with God and it was the most beautiful experience ever. I was not, this is what he said, that I won't trade it for any other experience. Not trade it for any other experience. So where's the thing about cyclical depression? That when, when, you know, when it is morning and it is happy and the flowers are blooming, you are happy. And when it is night, you're not happy. Is this the outside? Does the outside world really determine your state? Well, some of it, yes. Some of it, yes. Just, but that some of it is like 0.001%. Yes, it is the outside world. Or maybe I, I, I might be exaggerating. Let's say that 2% of it, 2% of it is determined by the outside world. It is determined whether, you know, the weather is nice or all of that. By the way, there's still, even this 2%, there's a reason to that, that your mind does it. If you understand that, you can get that, get rid of that as well. But 98% of it, it is actually not the outside world. It is your reaction to the outside world. And if you stop reacting, if you stop reacting, you're going to find out that everything flows. Everything just flows. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to, you don't have to make perfect. You don't have to, you don't have to make this world perfect. You don't have to try yourself or force yourself to be happy. That's your natural state. <laughs> Disclaimer, that's your natural state. 
You don't have to. Uh, again, if you just let life happen, if you, there's so many people I can, I just can't tell you, there's so many people, they're looking for happiness. They're looking for happiness in the next job. They're looking for happiness in the next relationship. They're looking for happiness in the next, the next zeros in their bank account. They're looking for happiness in all these places that are outside. If I meet one of them, all I say is, keep looking. You're never gonna find it. I wish you luck, but keep looking. You're never gonna find it. If you want to find happiness, you have got to stop looking. You've got to stop looking outside and you've got to start looking inside. Because happiness is an inside game. Joy is an inside game. Unbridled joy is an inside game. It is not something outside. It is not something outside that you can go and get. You can't buy it. It, it doesn't matter how much money you have. There are people who are billionaires and they're not happy. There are people like this. Uh, let me just tell you another quick story, a quick, really fun story. Ken Honda, who is a Japanese millionaire, he went on and he wanted to, he, he wanted to uh, see that if millionaires are happy and that he did this little experiment. He went to a millionaire because million is a goal for most people that I want to be a millionaire. He went to a millionaire and he asked, are you happy? He was like, this is, this is what his reply was. He said, this is, a, by the way, a whole research that he did. Uh, he said that the millionaire said that I have a million dollars, but uh, I would be happy when I have 10. He went to a person who was a 10 millionaire, like he had 10 million dollars. And he said, are you happy? He said that uh, I'm, 10 million is nice, but I would really love it if I have a private jet. So I'm not happy. So he went to a guy, he found a guy who had a private jet and he went and he asked him, are you happy that you have a private jet? And he said that he said that I have a private jet and it's cool and all, but you know I want the my private jet is like the tiny one. I want the big ones, like the twenty-two seaters one. I don't want the four seaters or like the eight seaters one. I I, I want the thirty-two seater, man. I'm I'm not happy with my small tiny private jet. It makes me feel embarrassed. Now he go he now Ken Honda. He didn't stop. He went to a guy who had a twenty-two seater private freaking jet. He went to that guy and he asked him, are you happy, mister? Do you know what that guy said? Having a private jet is nice and it's 22 seater, but I would really love it if I have some more money in my bank account. This cycle never stops. This cycle never stops. It literally just keeps going on and going on. If you go to a billionaire and then you go to a 10 billionaire and, you go, and then you go to a trillionaire and a bazillionaire, I don't care. You're gonna keep making, you're gonna keep adding zeros in your bank account, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're not happy inside. By the way, there's nothing wrong with being a millionaire. I am not anti-millionaire. I'm not anti-money. Don't think of me as that way. All that I am an anti of is that if you go from a place of unmet needs inside, you don't have happiness and you keep putting this stuff on top of you, that it's just gonna make you feel secure, that's not gonna happen. We have to work at the root. If you want to find happiness, that's why you have to stop looking. That is the biggest mistake people make. It's the most stupidest one and it is the biggest one. I'm sorry, I'm being a little harsh today, but it is. You have to stop looking and you have to look inside. That is where real happiness stems from. That is where real joy stems from. That is why the joy you have, it does not 
depend on the outside world. Some of it is 2%, but the rest of it is an inner game. I have another story for you. I can keep telling you stories after stories of why joy is an inner game. Nelson Mandela, he spent a lot of time in prison. I am forgetting the exact number, but he spent a lot of time in prison. I think it was somewhere I, 10 plus years. I'm just making a guess. I think it was more than 10 plus years. And Tony Robbins, he went and he interviewed Nelson Mandela. And when he was interviewing him, he said that how he asked him a question like, how did you deal with the pain? How was that pain like when you were in the prison? And Nelson Mandela is such a nice guy. He was looking at him and thinking, he was looking at him and asked him, what pain, what suffering are you talking about? And Tony explained that, you know, when you were in prison and all of that, he said, that was not suffering, Tony. That was preparation. I was preparing. He said that if I die in the prison, I knew that my death would spark a revolution in the country and it would change the country. Or if I come out, then I'm going to do that myself. That was prepar preparation. That was not suffering. That, was, that is why I'm so happy that I got to spend that time. Oh my God. You're telling me you got to spend time in prison and you're happy because you did? You see, the path to unconditional joy, the path to unconditional love, to unconditional happiness is an inside path. It's an inside path. It does not matter what is happening outside. Stuff, wrong stuff, challenges, problems, all the dirty stuff can be happening outside. You know, then you have all the right to be depressed. You know, this is how people say, I have the right to be depressed because uh, uh, my car got stolen. Oh, really? <laughs> right? So, even when you have the right to be depressed, there are people, just because they're in harmony with their inner selves, it does not matter what happens outside. Their state is their state. Their natural state is happiness. Their natural state is joy. It does not matter. The path to unconditional joy, again, I'm going to say this again because I love this so much. The path to unconditional joy is an inner path. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to see you in the next one. And I hope that now you're going to stop looking. Don't look for happiness. It's stupid. Don't look for happiness. You're going to find it inside. If you stop looking, that's where you're going to really find it. So learn heaps, have fun. I'm going to see you in the next one. Till then, bye-bye.